The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome to the Mindspo podcast. You are tuning in for the Mindspo manifestation series brought to you by Manifesty app. And I'm not alone today. I have got my partner in crime, business, the other co-founder of Mindspo and Manifesty app, Chris Sol. Hello again. It's so nice to have you back on the podcast, baby. It's nice to be back in Bali. Oh, so good. I was thinking we should do this episode today because we've been playing the game that we are going to teach you in this episode. Because let's be real, sometimes in life, things aren't always feeling very positive. Sometimes we go through life and things can get really overwhelming. They can even get really negative. They can get confusing. We can feel down and out. And those feelings are valid. You should feel your feelings. We're not about moving through those and just pretending they don't happen. You should feel whatever you're feeling. But then sometimes you've really got to pull the reins on your own bullshit and get back to baseline. And also not just get back to baseline, get back to a more positive state. Raise your vibration a little bit. Start to realize how many blessings there are around you and how it's actually good to feel good, as Abraham Hicks would say. And I think this is something that we are a little bit of masters at because we definitely are people that pull ourselves out of our own bullshit (laughs) all of the time. Not always in a high vibration, but we're pretty good at getting back to a higher kind of feeling vibe. Yeah, it's it's not about having a perfect streak of never dipping down. I mm. mean, if you're somebody who never experiences any downs, then maybe check your pulse. But I think it's more about accepting the fact that, you know, life is hard mm. and we all have very irregular emotional systems and crazy mindsets with 50,000 thoughts a day. It is perfectly normal to have multiple dips every single day even where your emotions might drop, where your mind might start to spiral. And I think the mastery bit just comes in at how quickly you can recognize that maybe you're falling out of vibrational alignment with what you're actually looking to attract and how you want to feel, how you want to experience your life. Mm -hmm. And then what sort of repertoire of tools and mindsets and attitudes and self-awareness that you have to then pull yourself back out of that so that you can get back into a good feeling state, a productive state, a motivating state, a a magnetic state. You know, if we're we're all here because we want to manifest, that's what this podcast is about. Well, that's about being in a high vibrational state Mm. where you are using your emotions and your thoughts to to move towards what you want and not move towards what you don't want. Yeah. And I want to preface, we're going to share a technique in this podcast episode today, but I want to preface that I think it's really good to sometimes have complete and utter downs, like to have I would say just like the pits, like to be in that 
crashing down, horrible, everything's falling apart. Like, I think there's actually so much magic in that. Like the breakdown is often where the breakthrough happens. But the technique that we're going to teach you today is more for when you just find yourself continuously not realizing how good things actually are. When you're kind of getting in that like niggly, complaining, making a day feel really bad and negative when really it's actually a really good day. This is what this technique is for. So so, do you want to kind of give sure. some context as to today's manifestation episode? Abs- absolutely. So, uh, we're going to be broken records on the fact that gratitude is right at the core of this whole thing. I know that word is used a lot, but it is a very, very powerful concept for many reasons, right? It makes you feel good. It makes you take not take the things in your life for granted, but it actually also puts you in a high vibratory state. And if you can think of the universe as kind of like, you know, if the universe is your mother and you are this child that has grown out of this experience, then just like a normal earthly mother, if you're just complaining and you're like, oh, I'm, it's not enough, you know, then like mom doesn't want to give you more if, you know, she gives you a lollipop and you start complaining about the lollipop. The more you can be thankful for whatever it is happening in your life, the more you're putting yourself into that vibrational alignment, the more you are also going to be enjoying the journey, which mm-hmm. is one of the most important things. There is a game you can play. So there's so much information about the law of attraction out there manifesting, but it's all about the practice. Like, how do you actually implement it in the day-to-day? And so a game I challenge you to play is called the silver lining game, which just means, and it's twofold, right? It means when something negative happens, challenge yourself to see how that can be a positive And if you are successful at that, if you can manage to, you know, when you start feeling that emotional, like, turn, you're like, oh, God, this is so annoying. If you can manage to kind of steer your way back out of there by literally with conscious control thinking about, like, well, how is this a positive? Then that negative thing actually turns into a positive thing. And much gathers more and you, you know, you attract what you are. So like if you start having these positive experiences, then more positive experiences start to happen. For instance, there's this saying of like all negatives happen in three. I don't actually believe that. I think what happens is is something negative happens and then people focus on the negative and then another thing happens and then they focus on that again. And so the game is twofold. When something negative happens, challenge yourself to see the positive somehow, but also when something positive happens, don't be complacent about it. Don't be like, oh yeah, isn't that great? And then let that go. Actually highlight it because it's all about energy. If you can take a, if you can find five cents on the ground and you're like, oh my God, look at that. Money just appeared. Isn't it? What a gift. Well, then you've just sent out a really powerful burst of abundance attracting, you know, energy essentially. So yeah. I want to give a couple examples for how I've practiced this recently. One was I actually got like a a breakfast wrap. I think it was like a breakfast burrito wrap somewhere. I love this example. Can I just say, this is just because this game that Sol is talking to you about and teaching you today, it's so practical. And it is one of these things that it can really turn around like what one would think is like mundane experiences or things that you wouldn't really think about, but things that you think about negatively because you never put a positive on them. So tell your 
breakfast wrap story. Yes. So just remember your mind has a negativity bias and it's not because there's something wrong with you. That's just how the human brain works. It makes more sense to focus on the negative. So if you're not focusing on the positive on purpose, you will default to the negative. So your brain, you might bite into a burrito like I did and be like, God, this burrito doesn't really taste very good at all. Now I had just earlier that day really thought about this game so it was still fresh in my memory and in that moment I got oh okay hang on a moment and then I challenged myself and I thought ah you know what this this burrito really makes me appreciate that other burrito I had like a week ago and and I I managed to turn this crap burrito (laughs) into a positive experience I was like oh isn't that great thanks for the contrast now I really appreciate the other one more now I know to go back to the other place next time you know that's a that's a tiny little example but another one that happened probably a couple days after this was I had to extend a visa Mm -hmm. in Bali and so I needed to go to an a government office And the thing over here is that you need to arrive like on the dot when this place opens, because otherwise, you know, within 10 minutes, you are a hundred tickets behind and it takes a long time sometimes. So anyway, I go to this place, the same place I've always gone and I wait in the queue. I wait 40 minutes or something. I get to the person and they suddenly say to me like, you're at the wrong office. And I'm like, what do you mean? They go, you're meant to be at the other one in the center of the city. So I'm just like, oh, crap. Okay, so I rush there. By the time I arrive, I'm ticket number 350. Now I'm standing there with all these people outside this office and I start timing how long it takes for one ticket to pass. And it's like 90 seconds. So I'm like, oh man, this is like four hours. I'm going to be sitting here. Now in that moment, immediately I was like, oh God, this is this is a great thing to complain about. Of course, no one would argue that this isn't something that you should feel shitty about, right? But I thought, okay, can I challenge myself to see the positive in this? And in that moment, I realized I'm like, there's this audio book that I've got about four hours left on. And I was like, great, I finally have the time to finish this audio book. And I literally managed to, I just whipped it out and pressed play. And I sat there and immediately my emotions started to change because now I'm listening to this audio book. And while I was listening to it, I actually ended up making a friend. Uh, a guy ended up sitting next to me and he asked me a question. He was a, a pilot and oh. he had this interesting story. And Chris then like everything turned around by again. by himself. He's yes. a Labrador. Like, no, not a Labrador. A golden I mean, a retriever. Golden retriever. <laughs> That's what you like, call me. Soul is literally the definition of a golden retriever. You let this boy loose anywhere. He retrieves people. Like it's we will a be gift. at a cafe. It's a and gift. And I'll turn around. I haven't spoken to him for five minutes. Meanwhile, Soul's made five friends and we're catching up with so-and-so and we're going to send this person meditation course i'm like okay <laughs> but yeah so those those are a couple of examples for how you can do this but you know th- that's the thing it's not about just like reading about manifesting and then expecting that you'll naturally start to action it the realization i had a few years ago is that the work is always done in the now the work isn't done tomorrow it's not done yesterday it's not done while you're sleeping you know it's primarily done moment by moment by asking yourself where am I right now vibrationally? Am I attracting what I want or am I focused on what I don't want? Because what you focus on expands. And so if you can moment by moment, as all these things, everybody's life is complex. You know, there's so many encounters and things that happen throughout the day. And you will always either have a positive or a negative or a neutral experience to all of these. If you can always ask yourself, is there a way that I could elevate that a bit? 
then you know you're just putting yourself on a faster, more aligned magnetic path to getting what you want out of life rather than falling into you know that all too common state of mind where nothing's good enough and everything's a little bit annoying and even when good things happen we just don't really notice it we're like mm-hmm. oh yeah you know whatever and so yeah this is just a great little game you can play at any given moment i think the thing i really love about this is that it takes you back to being the alchemist and as the alchemist of your own existence it's not that things have meaning. It's that you give meaning to things. So when something happens, you decide what it means. You decide that it's a negative or a positive. Things just are as they are. And then we are the ones that put meaning onto them. And I think for me, what is really important about what you're teaching and this like kind of technique, the silver lining technique, is that when you meditate, and we always go back to meditation, but when you meditate, you get what I like to call the gap. It's kind of like this gap in consciousness in thought where before you react, you have this gap where you're able to kind of form what it is that you're going to say. And before I learned meditation, I didn't have the gap. I would just think things and judge things instantly. As a meditator, you develop the gap. And because of this gap and because of the silver lining technique, a lot of the times when things happen, I'm able to observe them rather than be like, oh, this is happening to me. I'm like, oh, this is happening for me. I'm going to observe this thing. Ooh, what meaning could I apply to this thing? And then you're able to turn it around. I'll give you an example of this from my own life. You recently, I was going to England and we had booked to go to England and we were meant to go house it, my friend Megan's place and look after Cosmo. And I had arranged all this and then Sol kind of pulled the plug a few weeks before we went. And he's like, I actually don't want to go to England. I never actually wanted to do this. And I think I'm going to go to Greece instead. And I was like, Oh, interesting. And I remember in that moment, I had this feeling of, oh, that, that's not what I was expecting. And I could have gotten really angry and triggered and frustrated about it. We're going to different countries. Like it, it's, I just didn't feel like that was the path. That wasn't the plan. But I remember I literally did the silver lining thing where I sat with it. I thought about it and I was like, wait, what's the silver lining? I'm like, well, I'm going to have three weeks by myself. I haven't had three weeks by myself in over six years. Like this is actually going to be a really good thing for me. And then I turned that whole entire experience around. And I think what you're saying here is like manifestation. If you go back, listening right now, if you go back in the podcast, go back to one of our first three episodes, in that episode, we really do a breakdown of what manifestation is. And you will hear me say that we believe manifestation is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. It is a way of being. It is a way that you embody your life. It is not just a series of knowledge that you download. It's something that you have to embody. It's something that you have to be. You can't just know all this stuff about manifestation and expect yourself to start manifesting. No, you have to show up differently. You have to change your beliefs. You have to change how you act. This is like a full-blown process that you have to go through on a day-to-day basis. So the silver lining technique is such a simple way to look at the things in your life and ask yourself, like, how can I find the silver lining in it? And I think the other thing, it's two part, like you said, the first one, when something not so good happens. And the second one, when something good happens, I want to say before we found this technique and before we started applying this into our life, I was someone that if something negative happened, 
I would hyper-focus on the negative thing. And I'm sure everyone listening can really relate to that. It's like something happens in your life, something negative, and you have a visceral reaction. You feel it in your heart. You feel it in your bones. You feel it in your head. You get frustrated. Even all these other things might have happened that are positive throughout the day. That one negative thing seems like such a bigger energetic sort of hold on you than anything else. When you practice the silver lighting technique, what you can do is you can take these things that are actually really good during the day, and then you can take that same energy that you would apply to a negative thing and then apply it to a positive thing, and it changes things so much. How many things have happened in your life that you've gone, oh, that's really cool, and like things that are amazing and exciting, but you've had such a nonchalant response. Like I used to like, oh, a sale came through or oh, another person booked a retreat. And I wouldn't allow myself to like actually react. But if someone had come through and sent a horrible email, I'd be like, oh, that person. And I would have all these emotions. It's like, why is it that we let ourselves have all these emotions and all of this energy towards negative things, but we don't allow ourselves to do the opposite for positive. And I think it's really just sort of balancing things out. And I was saying to Soul before we started this podcast, I, I feel like toxic positivity is something that gets thrown around a lot. And people are always like, oh, you're being a toxic positivity, like you're being too positive. And I'm always like, okay, I I understand what the point of this is. Like you, yeah, I know what they're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. But here's the thing. We are as humans scientifically more attuned to the negativity. We have a negativity bias. So if you do not have practices in your day-to-day existence that allow you to feel more positive, that encourage you to feel more positive, then it is naturally already out of balance. So I personally feel like a lot of the time we have to pull in and we have to put in effort to being more positive because otherwise we're going to be more negative just by default. Your brain doesn't really reward you for being super happy and Mm. excited about little things because it's not a survival advantage. If you're a monkey sitting in a tree and you're like so ecstatic over every leaf that like is is around you, then you're going to be at, at risk of getting eaten. However, if you focus on every tiny little movement of the shrubs, every sound as if maybe that's going to kill me, then literally you will survive more. You will you will be able to pass on your DNA. 100%. And I think probably that a lot of that conversation about toxic positivity is just – it's probably just people who actually don't want to do the work because it is work. It's work. It, it takes effort. It takes effort to turn the negative into the positive and to focus more on the positive than the negative. It actually takes effort. And an easy thing there is just to throw in one more negative thought and just go and complain about positivity and just basically just make yourself okay with being a negative Nancy, essentially. Yeah, and, it's so interesting. And, hey, it? and you know what? It's fine that people want to do that. That's all good. Let them do them. You need it for the contrast. It's all good. But if you want to enjoy your life, as much as possible, if you want to appreciate every day, and if you also want to put a lot of these manifestation principles into like their max effect, then it is a very advantageous thing to try to find little things that are good. And even if they're neutral and find a way how that is good, like you could drink a glass of water and be ecstatic over the fact that you just drank a glass of water. Because imagine if you didn't have any water. Imagine you didn't drink any water for seven days and then you got a glass of water. You'd probably be pretty stoked on that glass of water. And the simple fact is if you do that, if you even just do that 1%, your vibration starts to shift. You start getting different results in life 
from your emotions, from your thoughts, from how you affect the people around you and how the universe gives you the things that you are entertaining inside of your mind. I think for me, this game has allowed me to look at things with more optimism and actually go for things on a more regular basis. Because for me, this really allows my nervous system to calm down. It regulates my nervous system. When I am in less fear, less pain, less suffering, less negativity, I'm more open, I'm more calm, I'm way more receptive. For me, gratitude and positivity is what allows me to be receptive and open and receiving and creative. And when I'm in that like negativity and when I'm in that closed offness, that's when I close down. So for me, it's just that like, it's that expansion contraction. So your action step listening today is to go on Manifesty. If you didn't know, these episodes are sponsored by Manifesty, our manifestation app. You can find Manifesty in the app store on Android, Apple, wherever you download your apps. Go download Manifesty if you haven't already. Sign up for our seven-day trial or get yourself a subscription. This is how you can support us and the podcast and yourself because this is literally the app we created for you to create your own reality. And in Manifesty, you can go and schedule affirmation reminders. So I want you to choose the time 333 because at 333, around three o'clock is usually the time that I find myself falling into negativity. It's usually when my glucose is like dropping and I want like that like sweet thing or that extra coffee or I'm making a not so advantageous decision. So at 333, I want you to schedule in the affirmation, find the silver lining. And then every day at 333, find the silver lining. And whatever it is that you have been doing, whatever it is that you're navigating, ask yourself, what is the silver lining of this situation? How can I raise my vibration? How can I find the good? And if you do this, screenshot the affirmation when it comes up and tag us at Mindspell at Manifesty app so we know that you're actually applying the things that you are hearing us talk about on the podcast. Because as we always say, you have to actually take action on everything that we're talking about in order to make a change. Manifesting is a lifestyle. It is a way of being. So show up for the practice and find the silver lining. So that is it from our podcast today. Thank you so much for being here, baby. My pleasure. And we will see you in the next one. Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic.